This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. The Chicago Prize winner is officially announced. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and from WBEZ Chicago, this is Reset. In the fall, we spoke to six finalists who were up for the $10 million grant from the Pritzker-Traubert Foundation that'll go toward funding economic development projects in the south and west sides. The winner is Sankofa Wellness Village. We're revisiting our conversation with the group about its plans to improve the lives of residents in West Garfield Park. We spoke with Theodore Joseph, executive director of the Garfield Park Right to Wellness Collaborative, Aisha Jaco, executive director of Westside United, and Kamina Brooks, director of development of the Community Builders. I began by asking Kamina to describe the mission of the Wellness Village and what the Sankofa Wellness Village would look like. The Sankofa Wellness Village, once complete in 2025, will provide residents with access to all, all their needs, all their holistic needs on one corridor within walking distance to one another. And it will include a health clinic. It will include multi-purpose space, community space, a gymnasium. It will also include uh, a space for art, artists and activists to meet and convene, as well as a, uh, a, a space for emerging and existing businesses to, to meet and connect with one another. Um, you know, they're, they're, and as and lastly, I'll say also a grocer component. Um, so oh, that's, wow. you know, it's really meeting the holistic needs of individuals and families within West Garfield Park. Yeah, it's all encompassing. Where did the idea, Aisha, of a wellness village come from? Were you taking inspiration from maybe other similar initiatives? Sure. So the seed was planted by New Mount Pilgrim um, and their leadership, Pastor Marshall Hatch Sr. and Marshall Hatch Jr. He had a vision of bringing a a wellness clinic to Garfield Park years ago. Um, And when we talk about the holistic nature uh, for Westside United, we zeroed in across the Westside, the entire region, but Garfield Park in particular because of the lowest life expectancy. And so we always wondered you know, if this could be a microcosm of what it would look like to address that gap holistically by co-locating resources for food, um, access to care, um, means for economic vitality by having that business uh, incubator, by having a a localized um, place where people could apply for jobs at the healthcare center, et cetera. Mm -hmm. It also hinges off of community. Um, So beyond uh, Pastor Hatch, but residents and other organizations um, like the Garfield Park Wellness Council or collaborative that we put together, yeah. um, it's 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 scaffolding off of Black Culture Wellness, which is a component that's that this village is rooted in. So it was all of those ideas coalescing into this movement of us putting action behind those things that had been underway in some cases for a decade. Um, and yeah. with TJ coming recently, we um, set the table to formalize the collaborative and the effort. 
So, uh, Theodore, I'm familiar with the Ghanaian term Sankofa, but for those who aren't, can you just explain what it is, yes. what it means? Yeah, so in simple terms, it means to go back to get that which is lost uh, so then you can move forward, right? Um, so, again, Aisha spoke to uh, the Hatches and New Mount Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church and um, their role in this work. Uh, at the church, they have a Sankofa window, right, that has the Sankofa bird that captures, you know, that concept in real time as it relates to the spirituality and the evolution of our community. Mm -hmm. um, so that coupled with the concept of black culture wellness really is saying what represents us authentically, right, so that we could be our healthy selves. We are our best selves. Yeah. We, we recognize that, you know, the stressors of life, right, is what impacts all of the health determinants that we talk about. And for black folks, a lot of that, if not most of that, is because we're not allowed to be our natural selves. So we want to go back and get us, yes. right, to dig within and also without so that we can move forward. Yeah, this is a, a great segue into something I wanted to ask you about, Theodore, which is um, uh, just black culture wellness, right, as you call it. Because we, we've talked about mental health in the black community on this show before quite a bit. Um, but you and your group, you talk about black culture wellness. Explain. So we define black culture wellness as the unique, authentic expression of the values and principles self-determined by the black community. They will then lend to the long-term health and well-being of the black community. Um, so as a evolving theory of change, it has seven values, eight principles, nine evidence-based elements, and 10 outcomes. So beginning with self-efficacy and cultural practice, and then you fill those in with the other nine or seven evidence-based elements, we know that putting those things into play uh, will lend to our long-term health and well-being, and that is what undergirds the work of the collaborative and undergirds the village, and we intend to see those things uh, be threaded throughout every element mm -hmm. you know, that you see in terms of not just our prize, not just the village, but all the work that we see going on in Garfield Park. Anything to add there, Kamina? Talk about how the Right to Wellness Collaborative is really encouraging residents to live that healthier lifestyle that, that Theodore just talked about. Yeah, and, and, and I'll talk a little bit more, start off with talking about how the, the collaborative, the table was set. You know, uh, over three years ago, organizations came around the table to address the, the, the life expectancy gap within West Garfield Park. And, you know, the community builders um, be, being invited to sit at the table with community organizations, health institutions, residents to really, uh, you know, bring, bring what we all are do we're doing uh, separately throughout the city, bring it together under one organization to really influence and address address that the, the health gap. Yeah. And so and, and if the right to wellness piece. Right. So it's a rites of passage. How do we go collectively from our current state of health to a better state of health? And the collaborative is a part of building those relationships and making that movement together, yeah. which is necessary for us to move holistically mm -hmm. forward. So, Aisha, you are all uh, part of different organizations, but you're working together on this Sankofa Wellness Village. Talk more about why you think having so many players in this effort is important to do. Sure. So this is definitely an all-hands-on-deck approach. We are looking to um, course correct on maybe close to six decades of disinvestment in this area. And so if you're going to do that, you've got to come from 
varying levels. To TJ's point, the Sankofa Wellness Wheel or Black Culture Wellness Wheel also ties into the social drivers of health or any framework that you cross-reference, you'll see some continuity. So having different partners like the community builders that are experts in bringing this sort of development that we want to bring to the West Side, they've mm-hmm. got a footprint, they've got a track record. If you look in Bronzeville, you see their footprint. If you look at the near West Side, you see their footprint. When we think about access to care, you need anchor organizations like Rush, Erie Family Health, and others around the table to help unpack that. When you think about recreation, you need the Austin Y. There'll be a credit union. So we need the facilitators and dreamers in those spaces to be around one table working mm-hmm. with community to execute and operationalize um, everything that the wellness will presents, everything that our model around decreasing the gap presents, which is, you yeah, know, talk via- about how Westside United is involved. Absolutely. So for us, you know, it is it is around decreasing the gap, looking at access to care knowing that you could put a health center on every corner, but if you don't deal with the economic vitality of residents, which means their ability to uh, secure employment and mm-hmm. have livable wages that create wealth, if you don't think about the built environment, the corridor, um, pathways to home ownership, which we're not touching directly in this space right now, but we have experts like the community builders that do, if you don't think about education, access, those sorts of pieces, um, then, you know, we're, we're only going to chip away at a part of it. So this holistic model comes out of Westside United and our origin to be able to do that and co-locate these resources, leveraging the power of anchor institutions and the voice of community working together. Yeah. So that that's a key component that we bring as a convener, mm-hmm. um, as a resource generator, working side by side with leaders like Kamina, TJ, Marshall Hatch Jr., uh, Kristen Freeman and our other leads to really make this a reality. That's wonderful. So talk about community builders then, Kamina, because this isn't the first um, time that you've worked on like a, a a neighborhood development project before. Right. That's right. The community builders, we're a mission-driven developer. We've been around for a half a century now. We've been in the city of Chicago working uh, since the earlier days of, of Hope Six redevelopments, um, and we've been been rooted in the city of Chicago on the north, on the south, on the west sides, um, really uh, uh, seeking to provide opportunities where people of all income can thrive. And um, you know, our, our relationship on the west side runs deep. We've been working out on the west side in partnership actually with Rush. We have a clinic at one of our uh, locations already on the near, near west side and mm-hmm. are looking to continue to expand and deepen our relationships with organizations uh, like West Side United, like the Collaborative, who we've been working with for several years now. So, you know, like I said, we're a mission-driven developer that's been in the city, that's been focused on uh, uh, ongoing revitalization and working with communities, working with community organizations um, to really bring their vision to life. And we look at ourselves as, 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 as a support and as a partner in communities. We're not looking to take over the community. We're looking to come in and be that background support. And we're excited to partner with the collaborative, to partner with Westside United, New Mount Pilgrim Missionary Baptist Church and in institutions in, in West Garfield Park and, and have been at the table um, for several years now. Yeah. Theo, your, your thoughts on all the people involved in this effort? I think it's more than necessary and we need more. 
right? Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a community uh, collaboration that you know really seeks to represent all stakeholders. And normally, when a lot of times when people say stakeholders, we leave out residents. We think about institutions, we think about businesses, we think about all of the big buildings. But the really fabric of community is the people who live there and who have been living there uh, since you know the decades before that Aisha just got through speaking of. Uh, so we are excited. Um, we are energized. Uh, it's it's tough because, you know, we come to the table with our own, you know, uh, perspectives, with our own lenses, with yeah. our own ways to do things. Uh, but we are committed to the end goal and we're also committed to the values and principle sets that undergird the work. Um, so it forces us to really dig deep and to grow and to really connect in ways that allow this thing not to just be here for the moment, but to be here for multiple generations. Theo, I want to get back to uh, a, a little bit about talking um about encouraging the community to live healthier lifestyles, right? Uh, the Black Culture Wellness Campaign has programs like parenting classes, nutrition classes, um, exercise programs. Tell us more about those efforts and how those programs could fit into this wellness village we're talking about. They seamlessly fit into the wellness village, right? The wellness village is, and even those programs are, how do we get these things going before the physical buildings are built? Right. How do we build upon this concept that has, you know, I could I could roll around the wheel. Right. If we wanted to. There's physical health, there's cognitive health, there's environmental health, there's occupational health, all of these different things that are necessary for individuals to live balanced lives. But when you broaden out, what does it take for a healthy community? Right. So the fitness challenge that we're currently, you know, involved in right now, we're week six. So getting your body moving is important to just your physical and mental health. The parenting classes, how do you support, you know, folks? Garfield Park is one of the youngest communities in the city of Chicago. Um, So that means not only do we have a lot of young children, but we also have a lot of young parents. And really anybody dealing with the stresses of the world that we're living in can get some support. So using those two things as examples, but then building out to the other pieces, Aisha and Westside United have a a food RX piece, right? So we look at food is, is health. How can we support one another to really push back against you know, a lot of the habits that have and the stories that have been told, not only about us, but about the larger community that don't really serve our well-being uh, and instead replace those things with knowledge, access and opportunity that really allows us to develop the habits that will not only change again our individual lives, but we're pushing for multiple generations. This is something yeah. that needs to extend mm-hmm. seven, eight, nine, ten generations in the future. I love that. Have you gotten feedback from community members since starting these programs, Aisha? We have. So we have a community advisory group that has walked side by side with us in this process from critiquing what the build out of the wellness center will look like to um, what sort of businesses should be, um, you know, recruited for the business incubator. So we believe that community has to be in the driver's seat and leading this process with support from us. I see. And so we're clear, where exactly would the the Wellness Village be located, Kamina? Yeah, so the the Wellness Village would be along Madison Corridor, really from uh, uh, Pulaski to Costner. Costner. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, earlier I mentioned, Theo, the average lifespan of neighborhood residents, how it's shorter. I think Kamina brought it up, too. It's shorter than people uh, who live in the loop. What have you found to be the biggest factors that play into that. I want to punt to my friend Aisha, (laughs) right? Because I think she's most equipped to answer that one. Well, you know, our big, hairy, audacious goal at West High United is decreasing that gap that is 13 years between where we sit and the West Side. And so, you know, when we think about behavioral preferences, um, you know, I think about my own family where my father and my grandmothers, my aunts all passed under the 
the life expectancy mm. um, age, and it was due to the key drivers in the gap, which are rated across cardiometabolic diseases, which have um, hypertension-related conditions, cardiovascular disease. How does that disease. in turn so, affect you so for and me, how you think about it, it's a personal, your future? It's a personal mission, and to TJ's point about getting um, just active and making sure there are supports in place for community members to blow out all 82 candles in, you know, on their birthday cakes, Mm -hmm. you know, or for myself, it is definitely a personal mission. But for Westside United, we have we are very intentional about making sure there is a comprehensive and cohesive approach that we are unfolding at every level in this village. So this in some cases is a uh, I don't want to say a case study, but our first try at having everything in one community unveiled. And when I say Mm -hmm. everything, you know, that's access to care, that's uh, access to jobs, access to investments, access for businesses to join hospital supply chains, access for internships and our education work. We have a cluster of care hub model in North Lawndale that we want to bring to the community at some point that provides wraparound supports for families, parents, students. So for us, when we think about the gap, we've got to touch all of those things. Well, let's quickly touch on the money once again. $10 million at stake. You're, you're giving me the eyes there, Theo. How, how would that money bring this idea to real life? It would go a long way. Yeah. Right? It's going to take us, in terms of the, the wellness village, it would take us about 20 to 25% you know, of the way there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that that money comes, of course, it would not if we win, right? Yes. Um, though we do expect and fully anticipate that we're going to build this regardless if we win the prize or not because we didn't come to the table because of the prize. We came to the table because of the commitment to the work and creating a reality, right? right? right. Uh, but obviously it will go a super long way to getting the things that we need to get done accomplished, right? Yeah. Kamina can talk a little bit more about the dollars that are directly connected to the village. Yeah, uh, we've but, got just a, about a minute here. What, okay, what can ahead. you add to that? You know, TJ said it would provide support for 20% of the cost mm-hmm. uh, to develop out the overall initiative. I think that, but more importantly, it would help accelerate the delivery of these necessary assets within West Garfield Park. Being able to get to the finish line in 2025 with the wellness center, with the uh, community grocer initiative, with the K, with the K, the social uh, innovation incubator, and with the the MAC, the arts and activism center, to be able to li- deliver these important assets in the community, yeah. um, the ten million dollars would go a, a a long way and really being able to expedite that that yeah. um, delivery. Kamina Brooks is Director of Development of the Community Builders. Aisha Jaco is the Executive Director of Westside United. Theo Joseph is the Executive Director of the Garfield Park Right to Wellness Collaborative. Thank you all for joining us in studio. This episode of Reset was produced by Micah Yason and was edited by Andrew Merriweather. That's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you this afternoon. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.